Hello, this is Sophie Warren, and welcome back to the SNW Podcast, Bible Reading for All Ages. Today we're going to read chapters 20 to 24. Let's begin. Chapter 20. Sarah rescued from Amalek. From there, Abraham traveled to the region of the Negev and settled between Kadesh and Shur. While he lived in Gerar, Abraham said about his about his wife Sarah, She is my sister. So Ammon so Ambimelech, king of Gerar, had Sarah brought to him. But God came to Ambimelech in the dream at night and said to him, You are about to die because of the woman you have taken, for she is a married woman. Now and then Melech had not approached her. So he said, Lord, would you destroy a nation even though it is innocent? Didn't he himself say to me, She is my sister? And she herself said, He is my brother. I did this with a, with a clear conscience and clean hands. Conscience and clean hands. Then God said to him in a dream, Yes, I know that you did this with a clear conscience. I also kept you from sinning against me. Therefore, I have not let you touch her. Now return the man's wife, for he is a prophet. And I will pray for you, and you will live. But if you do not return her, know that you will certainly die. You and all who are yours. Early in the morning, Abimelech got up, called all the servants together, and personally told them all these things, and the men were terrified. Then Abimelech called Abraham in and said to him, What have you done to us? How did I sin against you that you have brought so such enormous guilt to, on me and on my kingdom? You have done things to me that should never be done. Abimelech also said to Abraham, What did you intend when you did this thing? Abraham replied, I thought this or there is absolutely no fear of God in this place. They will kill me because of my wife. Besides, she is really my sister, the daughter of my father, not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. So when God had me wander from my father's house, I said to her, Show your loyalty to me wherever we go, and say about me, He is my brother. Then Abimelech took sheep and cattle and male and female slaves, gave them to Abraham, and returned his wife Sarah to him. Abimelech said, Look, my land is before you. Settle wherever you want. And he said to Sarah, Look, I am giving your brother ten thousand pieces of silver. It is a verification of your honor to all who are with you. You are fully vindicated. Then Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his female slaves, so that they could bear children. For the Lord had commanded Close all the wounds in Abimelech's household on account of Sarai, Abraham's wife. 
Chapter 21, The Birth of Isaac The Lord came to Sarah, and he, as he said, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. Sarah came, became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age. At the appointed time God had told him, Abraham named his son who was born to him, the one Sarah bore to him, Isaac. When his son Isaac was eight days old, Abraham circumcised him as God had commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, God has made me laugh, and everyone who hears will laugh with me. She also said, Who would have told Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne a son for him in his old age. Hagar Ishmael was sent away. The child grew and was weaned, and Abraham had a great feast on the day Isaac was weaned. But Sarah saw the son mocking. The one Hagar, the one Hagar, the Egyptian, had borne to Abraham. So she said to Abraham, Drive out the slave with her son, for the son of the slave will not be a co-heir with my son Isaac. Now this is a very difficult thing for Abraham because of his son. But God said to Abraham, Do not be concerned about the boy and your slave. Whatever Sarah says to you, listen to her, because your offspring will be traced through Isaac. But I will also make a nation of the slave's son because he is your offspring. Early in the morning, Abraham got up, took bread and a water skin, put them on Hagar's shoulders, and sent her and the boy away. She left and wandering in the wilderness of Beersheba. When the water of the skin was gone, she left the boy under one of the bushes. Then she sent and sat down nearby, about a bow shot away. For she said, I can't bear to watch the boy die. So as she sat nearby, she wept loudly. God heard the voice of the boy, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What's wrong, Hagar? Don't be afraid, for God has heard the voice of the boy from the place where he is. Get up, help the boy up, and support him, for I will make him a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. So she went and filled the water skin and gave the boy a drink. God was with the boy, and he grew. He settled in the wilderness and became an archer. He settled in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother got a wife for him in the land of Egypt. Abraham's covenant with Abimelech at the time, Abimelech, accompanied by Fickle, the commander of his army, said to Abraham, God is with you in everything you do. Swear to me by God here and now that you will not break an agreement with me or with my children and descendants. As you, as I have been loyal to you, so you will be loyal to me and my country where you are a foreign resident. And Abraham swear, said, I swear it. But Abraham complained to Abimelech 
because of the water well that Abimelech's servants had seized. Abimelech replied, I don't know who is this thing. You didn't report anything to me, so I hadn't heard about it until today. Abraham took sheep and cattle and gave them to Abimelech, and the two of them made a covenant. Abraham separated seven oil lambs from the flock, and Abimelech said to Abraham, Why have you separated these seven oil lambs? He replied, You are to accept the seven oil lambs from the land, or my hand so that this act will serve as my witness that I dug this well. Therefore, that place was called Beersheba, because it was there that the two of them swore an oath. And they had made a covenant at Beersheba, Abimelech and Fickle, the commander of his army, left them returned to the land of the Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba, and there he called on the name of Yahweh, the everlasting God. And Abraham lived as a foreigner in the land of the Philistines for many days. Chapter 22, The Sacrifice of Isaac After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, here I am, he answered. Take your son, he said, your only son, Isaac, whom you love. Go to the mountain of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about. So Abraham got up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took with him two of his young men and his son Isaac. He split wood for the burnt offering and set out to go to the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw a place in the distance. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there to worship. Then we'll come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac. In his hand, he took the fire and the sacrificial knife, and the two of them walked on together. Then Isaac spoke to his father and Abraham and said, My father... And he replied, Here I am, my son. Isaac said, The fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. Then the two of them walked on together. When they arrived at the place that God had told them about, Abraham built the altar there and arranged the wood. He bound his son Isaac and placed him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. He replied, Here I am. Then he said, Do not lay a hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your only son from me. Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it as a burnt offering in place of his son. And Abraham named the place the Lord will provide. So today it is said, 
it will be provided on the Lord's mountain. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from the heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, this is the Lord's declaration, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your only son, it will indeed bless you and make your offspring as numerous as the stars of the sky and the sand on the seashore. Your offspring will possess the gates of their enemies, and all the nations of the earth will be blessed by your offspring because you have obeyed my command. Abraham went back to his young men, and they got up and went together to Beersheba, and Abraham settled in Beersheba. Rebekah's family. Now, after these things, Abraham was told, Milcah also had borne sons to her brother Nahor, Uz, his firstborn, his brother Buz, Camuel, the father of Aram, Chesed, Hazel, Philash, Jidlap, and Bethuel. And Bethuel, father Rebekah, Milcah, bore these eight to Nahor, Abraham's brother, his co his concubine, whose name was Rama, also bore Taba, Gaham, Tahash, and Makkah. Chapter twenty three Sarah's burial. Now Sarah lived a hundred and twenty seven years. These were all the years years of her life. Sarah died in Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham went to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. Then Abraham got up from beside his dead wife and spoke to the Hittites, I am a foreign resident among you. Give me a burial site among you so that I can bury my dead. The Hittites replied to Abraham, Listen to us, Lord. You are God's chosen one among us. Bury your dead in the finest burial place. None of us will withhold from you his burial place for burying your dead. Then Abraham rose and bowed down to the Hittites, the people of the land. He spoke to them, If you are willing for me to bury my dead, listen to me. And ask Ephron, son of Zohar, on my behalf, to give me and cave the Machpelah that belongs to him. It is at the end of his field. Let him give it to me in your presence for the full price as a burial place. Ephron was sitting among the Hittites. So in the presence of all the Hittites, he came to the gate of the city. Ephraim the Hittite answered Abraham, No, my lord, listen to me. I give you the field, and I give you the cave that it is in. I give you to you in the presence of my people. Bury your dead. Abraham bowed down to the people of the land, and said to Ephron in the presence of the people of the land, Please listen to me. Let me pay the price of the field. Accept it from me, and let me bury my dead there. Ephron answered Abraham and said to him, My lord, listen to me. 
land worth 400 shekels of silver. What is between you and me? Bury your dead. Abraham agreed with Ephron, and Abraham weighed out the Ephron, out to Ephron the silver that he had agreed to in the presence of the Hittites. 400 shekels of silver at the current commercial rate. So Ephron's field of Machpelah near Namir, the field with its cave and all the trees anywhere within the boundaries of the field, became Abraham's possession in the presence of all the Hittites who came to the gate of the city. After this, Abraham buried his wife Sarah in the cave of the field of Machpelah near Namar, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. The field with its cave passed from the Hittites to Abraham as a burial place. Chapter 24 A Wife for Isaac Abraham was now old, getting on in years, and the Lord had blessed him in everything. Abraham said to his servant, the elder of the household who managed all he owned, Place your hand under my thigh. I will not hold you manage all he owned. And I have you swear by the Lord, God of heaven and God of earth, and that you will not take a wife for my son from my daughters of the Canaanites among whom I live. But I will go to my land, and my family will take a wife for my son Isaac. The servant said to him, Suppose a woman is unwilling to follow me to this land? Should I have your son go back to the land where you came from? Abraham answered him, Make sure that you don't take my son back there. The Lord, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house, and from the way on from my native land, he spoke to me and swore to me, I will give this land to your offspring. He will send his angel before you. I will give this land to you for my son from there. If the woman isn't willing to follow you, then you are free from this oath to me. But don't let my son go back there. So the servant placed his hand under his master Abraham's thigh and swore an oath to him concerning this matter. The servant took ten of his master's camels and departed with all kinds of his master's goods in hand. Then he set out for Nahor's town around Naharim. He made the camels kneel beside a well of water outside the town at evening. This was the time when the woman went out to draw water. Lord God, my master Abraham, he prayed, give me success today and show kindness to my master Abraham. I am standing here at the spring where the daughters of the men of the town are coming out to draw water. Let the girl to whom I say, please lower your water jug so that I may drink. And he responds, Drink, and I'll water, and I'll water your camels also. Let her be the one you have appointed for your servant Isaac. By this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. Before he had finished speaking, 
There was Rebekah, daughter of Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Abraham's brother Nahor, coming with a jug on her shoulder. Now the girl was a very beautiful and young woman who had not known the man intimately. She went down to the spring, filled her jug, and came up. Then the servant ran to meet her and said, Please let me have a little water from your jug. She replied, Drink, my lord. She quickly lowered her jug to her hand and gave him a drink. When she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I'll also draw water for your camels until they have enough to drink. She quickly emptied her jug into the truck and hurried to the well again to draw her water. She drew water for all his camels, while the man silently watched her to see whether or not the Lord had made his journey a success. After the camels had finished drinking, the man took a gold ring weighing half a shekel, and for her wrist two bracelets weighing ten shekels of gold. Whose daughter are you? he asked. Please tell me, is there room in your father's house for us to spend the night? She answered him, I am the daughter of Bethel, son of Milcah, whom she bore to, Nah she bore to Nahor. She also said to him, We have plenty of straw and fed and feed, and a place to spend the night. Then the man bowed down, worshipped the Lord, and said, Praise the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not withheld his kindness and faithfulness from my master. As for me, the Lord has led me on the journey to the house of my master's relatives. The girl ran and told her mother's household about these things. Now Rebecca had a brother named Laban, and Laban ran out for the man at the spring. As soon as he had seen the ring and the bracelets and his sister's writs, and when he had heard his sister's Rebecca's words, the man said this to me. He went to the man. He was standing there by the camels at the spring. Laban said, Come, you, you who are blessed by the Lord, why are you standing out here? I have prepared the house and a place for the camels. So the man came to the house, and the camels were unloaded. Straw and feed were given to the camels, and water was brought to wash his feet and the feet of the men with him. The meal was set before him, but he said, I will not eat until I have said what I have to say. So Laban said, Please speak. I am Abraham's servant, he said. The Lord has greatly blessed my master, and he has become rich. He has given him sheep and cattle, silver and gold, male and female slaves, and camels and donkeys. Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master in her old age, and she and he has given him everything he owns. My master put me under his oath, this oath. You will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites in the in whose land I live, but will go to my father's household and to my family and take a wife for my son. 
But I said to my master, Suppose the woman will not come back with me. He said to me, The Lord before whom I have walked will send his angel with you and make your journey a success. And you will take away from my son, from the family of my, from my father's household. Then you will be free from my oath. And you go to my family, and they do not give her to you. You will be free from my oath. Today, when I came to the spring, I prayed, Lord, God of my master Abraham, if only you will make my journey successful. I am standing here at a spring. But the virgin who comes out to draw water, and I say to her, Please let me drink a little water from your jug. And who responds to me? Drink, and I'll draw water for your camels also. Let her be the woman the Lord has appointed from my master's son. Before I finished praying silently, there was Rebecca coming with her jug on her shoulder, and she went down to the spring and drew water. So I said to her, Please let me have a drink. She quickly lowered her jug from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I'll water your camels also. So I drank, and she also watered the camels. Then I asked her, Whose daughter are you? She responded, The daughter of Bethuel, son of Nahor, whom Milcah bore to him. So I put the ring on her nose and the bracelets on her wrists. Then I bowed down. Worship the Lord, and praise the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who guided me on the right way to make to take the granddaughter of my master's brother for his son. Now, if you are going to show kindness and faithfulness to my master, tell me. If not, tell me, and I will go elsewhere. Laban and Bethuel answered, This is from the Lord. We have no choice in the matter. Rebecca is here in front of you. Take her and go, and let her be a wife for your master's son, just as the Lord has spoken. When Abraham's servant heard their words, he bowed to the ground before the Lord. Then he brought some objects of silver and gold and garments and gave them to Rebecca. He also gave precious gifts to her, brother and mother. Then he and the men with him ate and drank and spent the night. When they got up in the morning, he said, Send me to my master. But her brother and mother said, Let the girl stay with us for about ten days, then she can go. But he responded to them, Do not delay me, since the Lord has made my journey a success. Send me away so that I may go to my master. So they said, Let's call the girl and ask her opinion. They called Rebecca and said to her, Will you go with this man? She replied, I will go. So they sent away their sister Rebecca with the one who had nursed and raised her, and Abraham's servant and his men. They blessed Rebecca, saying to her, Our sister, may you become thousands upon ten thousands. May your offspring possess the gates of their enemies. Then Rebekah and her female servants got up, mounted the camels, and followed the man. So the servant took Rebekah and left. Now Isaac was returning from Beer Lahiroi, for he was living in the Negev region. In the early evening, Isaac went out to walk in the field, 
and looking up, she saw camels coming. Rebecca looked up, and when she saw Isaac, she got down from her camel and asked the servant, Who is that man in the field coming to meet us? The servant answered, It is my master. So she took her veil and covered herself. Then the servant told Isaac everything he had done. And Isaac brought her into the tent of his mother Sarai, or Sarah, and took Rebekah to be his wife. Isaac loved her, and he was comforted after his mother's death. Thank you, Liz. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a blessed day, and pray every day for God's blessing. Thank you. Have a blessed day.